This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 499 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Reese Kofler Stanfield, international dressage competitor. Reese is a young and upcoming star in the dressage world here in the U.S. and a popular coach as well. Her students are dressage enthusiasts as well as event riders who are out to improve their scores as well as their overall performances. Today's tip is about teaching flying lead changes, and it's an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning show originally posted on August 25th, 2011. But first, a word about today's sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, stop by EquestrianCollections.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest. And don't forget your horse. EquestrianCollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown Custom, and Weatherbeta, just to name a few. Your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today, EquestrianCollections.com. Now, enjoy today's tip. When you're teaching lead changes, flying lead changes, and I want to know, I was trying to think of like something that everybody is going to eventually have to teach their horse that we could just ask you do a little ask Reese segment. So to put you on the spot, I should have probably let you know this ahead of time. What <laughs> okay. is, if, if you can explain it in short form, um, what is your way to teach a horse to do a flying lead change? Sure. So it, in dressage, we see lead changes for the first time at third level test one, and the event horses see them the first time in the advanced test. Um, what I will tell you is, is changes themselves are really dictated by the quality of canter. So if you have a good quality of canter, more than likely you will get a good flying change. Um, and so when I have my horses, now the event horses in this case are a little different because they do flying changes when they do jumping. Um, but I like to teach changes pretty early. I like to start changes when my horses they have a nice balanced canter. Uh, usually around five or six. Now, again, these are horses that I have in training um, so that they know that this flying change aid is out there. Um, I think a lot mm-hmm. of times people wait too long. Uh, and, and both in the dressage and the eventing, you have a lot of counter that you show right before you have to teach your flying changes. So I think it's important to teach your horse early on, hey, this is a flying change, this is out here, um, and then wait a little longer uh, till you have the correct balance. Um, one of the exercises that I want to make sure my horses can do before I really start uh, doing changes, um, 
I, they really want to see a canter transition. Let's say we're on a 20-meter circle, and I want to see a canter walk transition from we'll be on the left lead. So you're cantering, and you need to have a balanced canter to walk transition and then be able to pick up the counter canter lead and a walk transition. Okay. Um, you will see that kind of the same idea in the intermediate test now for the eventers. Same thing, you see it a little bit in dressage. Um, but I want to have the balance to be able to do the counter canter and the walk transition. Once you've kind of gotten over that hurdle, then I like to practice being able to activate my horse a little bit. Um, a lot of times horses will have late changes because they're not active behind. So that's something that we watch from the very beginning. Um, and it's, uh, it just depends. It's a strength issue. I see it a lot in my eventers because dressage horses work on really sitting behind and carrying behind. While, you know, we do a lot of hill work here for that. The eventers do a lot of hill work, but they do a different type of hill work. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. And the other thing I say to my students, unless you've taught changes, even for myself, um, I like to have a ground person when I start changes, either a trainer or a friend who knows what a clean flying change should be. Um, once horses do late changes, uh, it, it, it's extremely difficult to change that mentality and that mindset. So that's, the, that's one of the things that I say is when you start changes, have somebody around, at least in the beginning, that knows what they're doing. Um, that would be the way to go there. So uh, those are the kind of things that we start with. We start with balance. We start with the quality of canter. The canter walk um, is, is one of the things. Um, a late change uh, is a change where the hind leg and the front leg do not match. Typically, the hind leg is one stride late. Basically, the mm -hmm. horse changes up front and takes another step and changes behind. That you is see that a lot in the. You see that a lot. I think mostly prevalent in the hunter world, where they take a horse and they come down the the the, the line of jumps, and then they just kind of turn like pull the left rein, and the horse switches right. in the front. Uh, switches to like say the left lead in the front, but it's still cantering on the right lead behind. Right lead behind. Now that yep. would be, yeah, they call that cross firing, cross cantering. But then they will switch it like a little bit later, and in in this case, what you're saying is one stride later. Uh, right. And it's definitely uh, for those who don't know, it's a definitely a very challenging ride to be sitting on a horse that is cantering oh, on one lead in the front awful. and one lead in the back. It's <laughs> awful. So you always yeah. know when it's happening. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. And, in, in, um, you know, in a flying change, it happens pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, sometimes you don't know. You know, you feel it, but it's, it's a difficult thing to change and to fix because that becomes the, the way the horse does that flying change. And in dressage, if you get a late change, you will get a four. So, uh, you know, you, you want to... You know, it's just one of those things that if, if you can avoid even going there, that's perfect. Um, and another way people do teach changes, I don't do it as much, uh, is using a pole on the ground for flying changes. Um, yeah. You know, again, my horses don't know enough about poles um, that they kind of clue into it. <laughs> and, and I, yeah, you know, honestly, because, yeah. <laughs> so my event horses would. Um, but when I go to ask for a flying change, um, let's say 
again, you want to look at your quality of canter. If you're just cantering and he's up and in front of you and in front of your leg and a nice balanced canter, if you ride on a short diagonal, a short you know line, and go into a corner, typically they will do a change. Now, again, if it's late or not, um, that's that's where it comes into the technicality of the changes. But um, that's a good good way to do it. Sometimes I'm a young horse, so I'll just canter across the diagonal, and if I have a good canter, I go ahead and ask for the change and see what I get. Um, yeah. The other way I like to do it, and again. You know, these are with the older horses. You know, I in the beginning with the young horses, we're just playing. It's just so they kind of know that that is out there. And I don't get so technical about late changes and that kind of thing. But when they get older, you know, a lot of times a horse is slower on one hind leg or the other. And that's where it gets to be a bit of a challenge. So um, another thing that I do is I write a teardrop loop. So let's say I go to E and then I want to push the horse back toward the rail, and then after uh -huh. the flying change. That's another way that you can do it. Um, changes are tricky, I will tell you. They are, they are one of the hardest things um, to teach. So that's why I tell people, like, if, if you ever want to go to a clinic or, you know, work with your trainer, that's the time. Because uh, once you do it a few times and you have a system and a way that you like to do it, then you're in good shape. But, um, you know, in the, in the first time you teach changes, I would suggest, <laughs> you know, just go to your trainer for the first couple times uh, or get it videoed so you can see um, kind of what the mechanics of your horse, what, what your horse is okay. doing. Uh, okay. I've been taking notes because obviously, you know, I think this is a great topic for a lot of people, but it was kind of more asking for me. <laughs> How yeah, are, yeah. Because I'm working on this horse right now, Reese, and when I go, I can do, I can canter half pass. He's fantastically balanced. Um, I think his level of fitness is, it just needs to get better because what yep. he does is we'll canter half pass across the arena. I'll ask for the flying change in the corner and he just starts a bucking. I'm not like, not like bucking like he's going to buck me off, but like he really bucks like twice and then gets the flying change and then canters on. Is that yeah. just a weakness? Yeah, it sounds like a weakness. You know, one of the things that you could do with that horse is in the half pass, instead of, um, go ahead and do your half pass, let's say, to the left. And then in the half pass, you can bend him to the right and really put your right leg on. So you're asking him to really get stronger on the right hind. Uh, typically, oh, your right okay. hind is your weaker hind. And don't ask for the flying change. Do that a few times as you ride him. Bend him to the left and then bend it to the right so you're technically right yielding, and then bend it back to the left. Um, but as you bend it to the right, you want to really activate that knee inside hind leg. Um, and see if that helps. But it sounds like that, that probably is a fitness. If he knows what to do with the flying change, he, he gets, he understands the change, um, then it sounds like he's just struggling to do it. Kind of like Black Beauty pulling up the mountain. You know, you got to loosen the, you loosen the strap on him. Uh, so put your rain. <laughs> Well, there you go. Thanks, Reese, and everyone at the Horses in the Morning Show. If you want to hear the remainder of the Horses in the Morning Show and find out what all the fuss was about with the bearing rain, just go over to horsesinthemorning.com and you'll see all the shows archived. To listen to all of Reese's tips, go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. All of our experts are right there and alphabetized, easy to find. You can also go to maplecrestfarmky.com 
and see what uh, Reese is up to. She's got some great stuff up there and an interesting blog. She's a great writer. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 